It's been called the largest college admission scam ever prosecuted by the U.S. Department of Justice. For years, dozens of rich parents used their wealth to cheat the system with lies and with bribes that totaled $25 million, all with the hopes of getting their kids into some of the most prestigious schools in the country. This is the story of how this house of cards was built and then how it all came tumbling down. This is TikTok. I'm David Myers. Joining me today in the studio is Eric Larson from Bloomberg News' legal team. Eric, thanks for doing this. No problem. So how would you describe what we now know as a very elaborate scheme? Uh, it was a national conspiracy involving dozens of wealthy parents, uh, their children, um, corrupt test administrators, and, and some corrupt officials allegedly um, working together for years to get their kids into college. And the world knows that actress uh, Felicity Huffman and the actress uh, Lori Laughlin from Full House were involved in this because they're the most notable people. But who were the other parents involved, and what do they all really just have in common? Well, they definitely all had in common that they're that they're very wealthy and they wanted to get their kids into some Ivy League schools. But they are they're lesser known names, but they're still very powerful people, including a, a well-known New York lawyer named Gordon Kaplan, an M&A lawyer, um, also the CEO of Hercules Capital and a former CEO of Pimco. So big names in business as well. And the man at the center of all of this is a man named William Singer. What do we know about him so far? We know that uh, in 2007, he founded a company uh, known as The Key uh, in California, which uh, was a college consulting and test preparation company. Uh, he also founded an affiliated charity uh, that a lot of these allegedly corrupt payments were made through by the parents. Um, and he just uh, he describes himself in court yesterday as an entrepreneur um, who founds apparently a, a niche to make a lot of money from some insecure parents. And it just happened to be an illegal niche. Um, exactly. So how did the parents then get connected with Singer? And when they did, did they know that what they were getting into was an illegal act? Well, it isn't clear yet in the court papers exactly how each of these uh, alleged uh, cheaters uh, got in touch with him. But uh, they do say that word of mouth was used by some parents to mm. re be referred to him by, by others. So we know that, that that's one way. Um, and uh, in, in, in one case, uh, some of the parents uh, used him multiple times for all of their children. And this goes back um, to 2011. Um, and one of those people involved, allegedly, is you brought him up already, is Gordon Kaplan, a top lawyer here in New York City. When he got in touch with Singer, and, he, and th these two went to work, what was the plan for um, Kaplan's daughter, and what did Singer then do? Uh, well, he laid out the two main options for Kaplan, telling him that uh, he could uh, use one of two different schemes. One was just to cheat on the tests to get a good score so that the school uh, of their choice would want her to come in. Uh, the other was to use a fake uh, athletic scheme where they made the students appear to be uh, really great athletes who the schools would then want. So if he chose the option, which he did about choosing for his daughter to cheat on the tests, which did his daughter even know about it it's unclear exactly what she knew but he definitely is accused of knowing that what they were doing was illegal and uh, he was told that it would cost him $75,000 to get the scores that they wanted and that involved uh, 
pretending, essentially, having his daughter pretend that she had a learning disability. That's really what was at the center of this part of the scheme, was that all of these students uh, needed to pretend to have a learning disability so that the ACT would allow them to take this test uh, later on and that they could take it over a period of uh, a few days and, and also have individualized help during the test. That was the key. And that's how they cheated without even the daughter's knowledge, possibly. Well, in order to be stupid, as as he's caught on on a wiretapped phone call saying, uh, you would seemingly have to instruct the kids to some extent in order to try to get this extension that they needed. Um, what's less clear is what the students knew when they were actually taking the test in this uh, uh, corrupt environment with um, a proctor who was being paid a bribe to cheat. In some cases, the students were given help during the test. Uh, and in other cases, the proctor uh, just fixed all their answers after the fact. Who we then found out from the court documents was Singer's proctor. Exactly. He had more than one uh, individuals who would fly across the country uh, from Florida, often to California or to Houston, where he had control over two specific facilities where these ACT tests were facilitated. And because, again, uh, as I said, they had these this special waiver because of their so-called learning disabilities, they could take it one-on-one -on -one with this corrupt proctor and, and get the scores that they desired. And they would set the score in advance. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, uh, it just wasn't um, grades that they were cheating with, Eric. Uh, it was also athletics. And that's where the PIMCO, uh, former CEO that you brought up, uh, you know, Pacific Investment Management Company, uh, and his plot with Singer, what did these two allegedly conspire to do? Uh, well, Hodge uh, wanted to get his son in uh, on it through the athletic side, like you said, but the only problem was that he didn't actually play football. So he ended up paying uh, almost five hundred thousand uh, dollars as part of this scheme, which it just involved them using essentially a photo of his brother appearing to play football, and the family just saying, oh, they look alike, they won't notice, trying to trick the college into thinking that he was actually a top athlete. And so some of these students were portraying themselves as athletes, doctoring pictures in some cases, uh, sharing false pictures in some cases. And then the school would go along with this. Uh, and that's why people from the University of Southern California, they have been fired. Uh, people at uh, Georgetown, I, I believe it was uh, the PIMCO former CEO's uh, daughter who got on the tennis team there, but yes. never played tennis there? Right. It's it's really unclear at this point what these schools were doing behind the scenes. Of course, they're not accused of any wrongdoing. No one, the school administrators themselves are not accused of knowing anything about this. But it does beg the question, what were the people who were paying a close attention to these particular sports, what did they think about these athletes coming in and then not playing anything? As you mentioned, Hodge's daughter, uh, they used the same scheme allegedly to get her uh, in, in on the tennis team, and she didn't play tennis at all. So you really have to wonder. It's going to be uh, interesting to find out these kinds of details as these cases proceed. It's very early in the case. How did the FBI get wind of these crimes being allegedly committed, and then how did they go about busting up the ring? Well, we don't know the exact details about how uh, the authorities found out about this. All that they've said so far in their comments in court yesterday uh, were that they were investigating a completely different uh, scheme. And uh, while following or listening in on one of the defendants in that case, 
found out about this. And they eventually got uh, a court to approve a wiretap of Singer's phone. And that was crucial because, as you see in all these court documents yesterday, all these conversations between these parents and Mr. Singer uh, are, are fairly damning. Uh, and at some point, they must have presented this information to Singer and convinced him uh, to cooperate. So he went ahead, agreed to plead guilty, agreed to cooperate in, tra in trapping all these other defendants. Um, and then, oddly enough, uh, at some point in that process, he actually tried to tip off some of the parents about what was going on. And the authorities found out about that, charged him with obstruction of justice. He pleaded guilty to that as well, and then continued cooperating. I know we're still learning more and more details about this. And I know just today, more people turned themselves in. But when we get to the, the point of a trial being held for these people, what type of jail time or what type of punishment could they possibly be facing? It is not really clear at this point, but uh, because there are so many different defendants and, you know, a lot of times with uh, some of the charges here like um, wire fraud or uh, mail fraud, those types of charges, um, people sometimes are just in jail for a few years, um, but uh, depending on on the level their level of involvement and how much money might have been in, involved in you know some of these parents did pay a lot more money than others, uh, but I would anticipate there'd be a range of um, sentences if there if it does go to trial, it could range even from you know a matter of months to several years to for Singer given that he's cooperating he's still going to face significant um, jail time. And one thing that you can bet all of these defense lawyers are telling their clients right now is that uh, there could be a, a, a better sentence for them if they agree to plead guilty and cooperate themselves. Clearly, this is far from over. But, but also, when you look into it, it's, it's only 30-some parents, um, a couple dozen students at most. So it's a very small portion of the overall student population of universities. So I guess my question is, is how... In this case, are they going to prevent what I imagine is happening in a much larger scale across the country um, in these legal matters? Right. I, one does have to wonder how many of these types of uh, schemes are going on. You know, it's possible that they uncovered the one, but uh, that seems kind of unlikely. Um, but in terms of a, a deterrent or preventing this from, from happening, uh, again, um, I guess just the uh, the charges themselves and the fact that this case has been filed, I would imagine, would deter a lot of people from engaging in this type of behavior going forward. Um, and uh, you would also expect that some universities are going to be paying much closer attention to uh, their employees who are involved in these uh, admissions process, and especially with the, the sports aspect. Um, that could end up deterring a lot of people, but uh, it's fair to assume that a lot of people are wondering how rampant this is, what could be thousands of students, um, or it could be just a few. Yeah. Eric, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Make sure to follow Eric on Twitter. You can find him at E.E. Larson. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm David Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.